Hello and welcome to Uncage Critique. You can call me Cece. And you can call me Curtis. In this podcast, we discuss a wide and far-ranging variety of issues. From our vantage point behind the bars of a southern lockup. Incarcerated bodies. Liberated minds. This is Uncage Critique. Hello and welcome back. It's your girl here at Uncaged Critique, Cece, and I'm back with my co-host, the lovely, the fabulous. Curtis. Hello, (laughs) Cece. Great to be with you again for another week of podcasting here. Here at Uncaged Critique. Yes, at Uncaged Critique. (laughs) How are you doing? Uh, I'm a little low right now. I know. Got some issues going on with the back, but other than that, I'm okay. Aww. We'll be all right. And you? How are you, Cece? You look. I'm doing good. all right. You sound all right. I'm, I'm all right. Okay. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All right. But um, today's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> interesting, interesting, yes. interesting. So, um, you know, you sent me uh, Monday. You sent me a link. I and did. We were like, hey, we need to check this out. I think we should talk about this. And right. I was like, of course, I think it's a great idea. Do you remember what it was you sent? I'm sure you remember. Yes, I do remember what I sent, <laughs> and. Uh, a lot of you probably thinking, what in the crap are these two thinking going here? But uh, we just want to prove that we're not afraid to talk about any and everything. Because that question was posed earlier in the week to us. Yeah, actually it was. So, um, yeah, so I guess this answers that question. Is yeah. there anything? Absolutely not. There's <laughs> nothing that we're not afraid to discuss. There's nothing that we are not foolish enough to uh, put our foot in our mouths about. <laughs> yes, I sent you a link dealing with... CRT, critical race dun, theory. Dun, dun, dun. So we're going to uh, jump into this both feet. So for those of you who don't know, um, CRT is critical race theory. Um, yeah. It is something that I have followed for some time, kind of the, the kind of political slash cultural discussion revolving around it. Um, as a kind of lay woman, legal scholar and historian, I, I'm familiar with the history of CRT as a thinking lens, as a social and legal lens that is, you know, used by people examining systems of oppression or systems of socioeconomic, um, you know, discontent. Right. All right. So th- there has been a lot of talk about critical race theory, and there has been a big divide as far as, you know, there you can you can find black people that are for it. You can find black people that are against it. You can find white people that are for it. You can find white people that are against it. I, I think it is very interesting though to find many more of the proponents of CRT to typically be white people. Um, love you, white people. I'm part white. <laughs> My co-host is white. Uh, yes. um, so I, I feel like I have to give this disclaimer because right. I, I feel like a lot of our opinions are going to be very similar but i think that the angles from which we approach it will be a little different correct and i think that on crt on critical race theory i think that our opinions tend to leave a lean i'm sorry a little bit more to the conservative i i i I think yes from what we were discussing earlier before we started and earlier in this week um Definitely going to be going to lean more towards the conservative. I side. think in some ways, but I, you know, I'm not. I'm not really. Sure. I think. I, I think maybe I lean a little bit more progressively on this. Actually, I think so because you, as we both do, we both view it in the lens that you said earlier. You know, for socio sociological ideals and uh, for examining the proper things. 
And uh, I think the problem is that, that there are there's pros and cons, as with anything. Yes, that's correct. To critical race it, theory, correct. Even and, when using it in the proper context, there's still going to be pros and cons. So I'm going to be approaching this as a woman who is Afro Latina, as a trans woman who is Afro Latina and Caucasian, who has grown up in the the intersectionality of of the races never being quite white enough black enough or hispanic enough for any of those groups of people um okay but also as a person who has experienced and been involved in advocating against kind of the foster care to prison pipeline and just in general the kind of american culture of surveillance policing, criminalization, and incarceration. And that is my primary concern with CRT. So, you know, there has been a lot of talk about what does CRT contribute in kind of the um, the tableau of, of modern social justice. And we see it used a lot kind of connect, like juxtaposed against um, educational systems and things like that. Right. So... The general breakdown is like this, okay? Back in about 40 years ago, a group of legal scholars and sociologists pretty much reached the conclusion that there are systems of oppression that manifest themselves in, you know, government interest and policies and practices of governments and large organizations. Um, For example, back in the 1930s, you may or may not know this, Curtis, the government would literally have these meetings where they would take maps of housing districts, you know, in different neighborhoods, and they would draw lines around areas that were considered bad financial risks, okay? And so they would literally disperse these to the banking and, like, you know, financial uh, moogles, you know, the the tycoons or whatever, the bank system. And in other words, the bank system had a government-sanctioned... map a kind of cartography of where to put their money and where not to put it so the people that were in these areas that were deemed um poor financial risks these were typically minorities and 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 most of the time they were black and brown communities hispanic and black communities and so these areas would have worse infrastructure due to um, state and federal funding allocation they would tend to have um less than the cream of the crop as far as hospital personnel, educators, county officials, etc. But most importantly is getting loans and banking security. Um, the type of financing rates that happen from insurance, those things would just be really terrible. If, if you could get access to them, they were negligible at Correct. best, you know? Right. So, um, and I think that's when people are talking about CRT today, that's really when we're talking about racism or discrimination, people in their minds, they relate it to individual, like person to person kind of interactions. Right. That, but but that's really not the, the face of modern racism. Modern racism is kind of these residual institutional influences that are enshrined in policies and practices by the government and by larger institutions, even academia, the financial sphere by all means. And we even see it in in religion too. Um, Is it, so I guess it'd be safe to say that it's the system. It's the system. system. (laughs) Okay. So, as and I, we're all against that. Like, as, if we were a rock band, instead of Rage Against the Machine, our band would be called Rage, Rage Against, against the, the system. system. Correct. So, and I think a lot of 
from what I've read and looked at in this past week and, and what I've known of CRT, critical race theory, um, a lot of the issue comes is, yes, it does point to the system. And I think that's the that's one of the major pros of it is what it's for is to show that it's, it's the system. systematic oppression. The problem with it is, is when, when it's taught or when it's looked at in the wrong context is th- the individual can't separate their self Preach. from the system. Preach. And um, that's where we become, you know, the racism becomes pointing to the, the racist it doesn't become the, about the collective. The it becomes oppressor. about individualizing Correct. and pointing out particular Correct. people that we need to assign blame to. Exactly. Because, there again, the individual fails to separate their self from the system. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what we have to remember. Is you have to separate separate yourself from the system. So. And I think that it, the part that terrifies me the most about critical race theory, because as I said, almost as with, as with anything, there are pros and cons to it. I think that critical race theory has been, and we have to remember that it's a theory. It's a lens that a scholarly mind can, upon choice, implement as a way to make a, you know, a a kind of cognitive paradigm shift so that they're able to annualize and observe and, and, um, ruminate about issues through a particular perspective. That's what, that's what a lens is. It shifts. The, the you know the way that you perceive something correct so just because it's a theory or because it's a lens doesn't mean that it's applicable in all situations at all times and it does not mean that the lens is without flaw how many of us have had to improve our prescription over time if we were eyeglasses correct. or contacts so even when something fits or is right at a given time doesn't mean that it will be later right. or in all circumstances or yeah absolutely so i think that well, CRT has done a fabulous job in contributing to um, the fields of sociology, anthropology, civic studies, um, political science, law, as far as examining systems of oppression and jurisprudence um, and in politics, voter suppression, etc. I think the part that is very terrifying is where we begin to identify with it so much and we give it so much validity that it actually becomes very pernicious in the fact that it begins to undermine um, a, a communities or a type of people's right. um, their well-being, their sense of worthiness. I see it in in um, educational policies that are taking place in different um, school districts and in one state in particular. There's talk that other states are considering what Oregon has done. They're looking at doing it too. But essentially, CRT has given Black people a kind of internalized feeling that they are so disadvantaged and so victimized and so oppressed that they are not on the same playing field and unfortunately creates this slanted idea of what equity is and it's it's inaccurate and it's impracticable as as far as as far as application goes it's it's impractical and i feel like um for example there was last year a professor ucla professor was suspended a group of black students came to him their basis of their argument was rooted in crt they said hey white students historically have a more secure you know family unit they they're better advantaged they this that and that and we feel like we should have an easier final exam than these students because we are black and they are white and they have advantage so you see how that argument became internalized kind of like they use it in support of some people say they really believed it and it so it affected they affected their 
their their certainty that they could perform at right. that level, Correct. which is pernicious and dangerous and, and just ugly, or it was monopolized, used to, you know, support laziness Correct. and just kind of um, skirting their academic responsibility. And this professor, his response was, hey, all of my students, regardless of where they come from, what their race is, what they believe in, I treat them all the same. I respect you all. And I require the same, you know, academic effort right. from each of you. You have to endeavor with the same type of level as all of my students. And I'm not going to give you a different exam. And this guy was suspended. So that's one, in one particular instance where we see how pernicious and how kind of malevolent CRT has the potential to be. And then when we look at the state of Oregon, the, (laughs) the esteemed governor, Kate Brown, she literally signed into law a five-year procedure with the possibility of being renewed that was going to, and hear me as I enunciate this clearly, suspend, abrogate, completely get rid of Mm -hmm. the requirement of proficiency in reading, writing, and mathematics for high school students in order that they can graduate. Let me say that more succinctly. In other words, these students did not have to be able to demonstrate that they could read, write, and um, do mathematics Correct. at a high school level in order to attain graduation. So what's the point going? That is absurd. And the kind of underlying political rhetoric there was that it's potentially, it's being done to support all students, of course. Right. But really what it is, it's also being geared towards students of color. Correct. So there's kind of this, again, governmental or systematized idea that these students cannot perform as well. They can't da-da-da-da-da. So you see how like dangerous it is, it is there? Correct. You know, very. Um, it's like, like you said back when with the students that went to the college professor. You know, when we individualize this, the cons of it become: are people going to use it to misconstrue things in their benefit? Absolutely. Are they truly gonna, or do they truly believe that they're to a disadvantage to a point that they can't perform or compete or whatever it be? Um, but there you were with a professor that held to the fact of what everybody's been Academic wanting. integrity. Correct. Academic integrity, but also what society has been trying to push for 30 plus years. True, True equality. equality. Yeah. So, so he's the jinx. <laughs> um, so he's, he's trying to hold to it and then he, he's suspended for doing what has been wanted for ages. Exactly. So, you know, there again, that, that there are the cons of it. And just like Oregon now, you know, you, You've got the system using it in a context that it shouldn't be used. And um, it, it creates a lot of problems because, you know, all right, if just you, you've done this in Oregon. So and it's done under the basis of that it's for every oh, student, yeah. and, and every student. Liberals, so. Democrats are touting it as a win because they're able to show that the graduation rates have and have gone up 8%, 11.9 since 2014 in Oregon. But that's only because, of course, anybody can graduate now. Correct. If you're sending these students out specifically, you say this is supposed to help students of color and underperforming or underserved students perform better. Right. So you're literally, you're sending them out into the world with 
a less strenuously prepared skill set and academic set? How are they going to compete academically at the collegiate level? How are they going to seek out true employability? It's bad enough that what CRT needs to be waging war against is hip-hop culture, drug glorification, and gang glorification, not undermining the need for academics. What you've done with this is you've further disadvantaged not only the black communities and the Latino, but you, you're disadvantaging every student there that that chooses to go to college or try try to hold a meaningful job that requires the basic skills of math, reading, and writing. Mm-hmm. So, and you're saying you're doing a favor, you're really doing more damage to every student. You, you're you're lessening the experience, but like I said a while ago, what's the point in going? What's the point in graduating? Just why not sign a diploma and say, here, when you get out of eighth grade and say, congratulations. Here you go. Wait till you're old enough to work. Stay home till then. Here's your sign. (laughs) (laughs) But here, I have a question for you. This is what I ponder. Do you think, because I want to point out that a lot of these CRT initiatives, that even when they're not being explained or explicitly expressed as being CRT related or CRT derivative. Mm-hmm. We, we see the influence of CRT in social agendas, um, educational learning modules and curriculums, teaching approaches, sociological stratagems, sociological statistical data. We see it in political rhetoric and political agendas. We see it having far reaching influential um, kind of impact. Correct. But I tend to notice that it's Democrats, liberals, particularly behind this this push for CRT, which, as I said, while it's important that we talk about um, talk about real systemic oppression, and while it's right. important that we hold up for transparency, scrutiny, and as a reminder of what we will never tolerate again, as far as the terrible things of America's history about slavery and and all the other very terrible things, the, t- the trail Correct. of tears, et cetera. You know, do you maybe think that there's like an intentional desire to harm people of color, brown bodies and black bodies, brown communities, black communities? Do you think maybe there there's an intentional, maybe party oriented? <laughs> it's funny you ask this question because in our earlier discussions, you mentioned the Democratic Party. If I was an attorney, this would be a leading question. Yes, a very leading question. Um, <laughs> You did, CZ. You mentioned the Democratic Party there. And as we discussed earlier, in all honesty, yes, I do believe there is an intentional, there is intention to harm and to bring shame on those. Because you know I'm a conspiracy nut. Of of course. And I mean, as both we are. um, But I'll, and it goes back to, and I'll let you speak on that as far as back in the 50s and 60s with the Democratic Party Mm -hmm. and things that led up to. To where we're at today with a lot of things, but it is, I do find it very odd and strange that the Democrats are the one who were pushing CRT. I do too. And um, they're pushing it in a way to harm now, black and brown. You are a Republican. Yes, very now, much I, so. I would like to be clear for the listeners I am not a Republican. I do not dem- identify as a Republican or uh, a Democrat. I am, I guess, an independent, a moderate. Mm-hmm. In some issues, I lean conservatively. In some issues, I lean progressively. I really just try to use the basis of rational knowledge and an observation of policies that I think actually have real-world implications far as, you know, improving the lot of the people and benefiting the people and providing equality, not equity, because they are different. Equity 
we need to have a whole nother topic yeah. on equity another day. Correct. Okay. Because equity is a modern, woke, liberalist, ideological trap. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, you, you would identify as a Republican. Correct. Yes. So correct. can you contribute? I know that we didn't really plan on this part, but this kind of just popped up in my head. We talked earlier that we think that there are some pros to CRT. Correct. There are some cons too. Mm-hmm. And one of the things was, you know, kind of the idea of um, internalizing in white students that this idea that they're an oppressor and that they are inherently racist and that racism is an everyday occurring phenomena, which CRT teaches, you know. Right. Um, and there may even be, you could even ostensibly make a case for the validity of that argument. However, I know Republicans are activating or attempting to activate bans in numerous states, Iowa, Tennessee, I want to say Alabama, Utah, to where you want to be able to talk about CRT at all. How do you feel about that? And what do you think are some of the implications of that, the good or bad implications of it? Because we talked earlier about like what teachers wouldn't be able to teach anymore. Firstly, let's talk about the bad. And it would have to be able to do with what teachers are, are able and not able to teach anymore. Number one, folks... We can't erase history. And CC, we discussed this earlier. I'm sorry. What, what has happened has happened over the years, over the ages, over time. Um, we can't erase it. And we shouldn't try we to. Should we should never try. We should learn from it. We should, we should show the next generation. We should show everyday society what history has proven or where history has taken us wrong. And with that being said... If you and put how a, far we've come from that history correct. and how much further we intend to go that away is, from that history. Very much so. So if we take this completely out with these laws being passed, then that means, as you mentioned a while ago, Trail of Tears, things like that. Another Any instance kind of, black, of minorities right. attacked by imperial whiteness. <laughs> exactly. Any form of black history or anything could never be mentioned. And people don't realize that, that it is taking your father again because individuals cannot separate from the system you're taking away you're continually taking away you're continually depriving a race or races of their ethnic ethnic ethnicity and correct their their heritage and their backgrounds that is correct so for a teacher not to be able to teach it you know and i'll say this yes i am republican but and I think we I, both agree that CRT right. should not explicitly be in K through 12 schooling, Correct. but there should not be government overreach by legislating against right. CRT. Because if you do that, it's going to limit teachers from able to even it, mention. We won't be able to talk about any book by a black author because a black African-American author is going to talk about racism and systemic oppression. It's just going to happen. It's part of the black American experience. Not only that, but could you imagine textbooks that would have to be done away with because it was authored or written by a black individual. So we, we lose so talk much. about the Nazis because Thank the you. Nazis are a perfect example yes. of, of white supremacist ideology Correct. that is even, it's so imperialist that it, it makes the distinction of dividing one type of whiteness away from another type of whiteness. Correct. So really the potential for, you know, the derivative potential for the destruction of CRT is, is, it, multitudinous correct and, and, it, uh, and great it's, it's so much more that people can't even fathom and and yes it, it does have the cons of of showing the oppressed and the oppressor and is that a con always no if it's taught and done in the right way just like how can i say i just say it we knew this was going to be a very 
touchy subject. Hey, our thoughts um, may offend you, and we it apologize. May, and I apologize, and do not, in no way, take me because I'm I'm white or Republican, whatever. I, I don't mean harm. I look at the broad picture. I look at everything for every child, and and I come from a family that. And has, I'm standing here with you. I'm, I'm a biracial transgender woman. Um, <laughs> you know, we watch on the news and we see parts of history trying to be erased. Daily, daily things being tore down, things being done away with, and I, I understand it. I get that part of it. I do. I understand it for people having to see something repeatedly on a daily basis. But yet again, I don't think we, that we should tear like those. You're talking about like the Confederate monuments. Correct. That, I don't think we should tear them down. I think we should keep them because they're a reminder of how far we've come. But they're exactly. a reminder of what happens when we're not willing to fight against spirits of oppression. Thank you. And and to ban CRT, then then you're never going to be able to speak of what. History has done there again what we have overcome, mm-hmm. what what certain ethnic backgrounds and heritages have been able to overcome, what they women's rights just for, for instance. Let's just say that. And nobody ever what, talks about the role that black women play in you. the advancement of the women's rights movement. Exactly. So there again, you would never be able to discuss that again. So the the damage that is done by this these laws trying to be passed to take it completely out of a school system or not to be mentioned in any shape form or fashion is detrimental to a child to any person to, to a college student there needs but to be some there type needs of... to be some if, if i understand that like we said k through 12 you don't need to get into the full blown aspect and sociological part of CRT. Because what type of good are we doing if we do begin to? And unfortunately, children are so impressionable. Many of these children are going to, they're not going to say, hey, at one time in American history, there was a lot of bad people who did this. Or, hey, at one one point in American history, there was a group of people who unfortunately were this way. They're going to say, oh, no, I have that skin color. Exactly. I'm, they're going to begin to identify, right. and that's very dangerous. You're going to identify think. with, oh, we can't talk about that, so we're disadvantaged. Yes. You're, you're you're putting more of that in their head eventually because a child will come to a point that they're going to realize, well, we don't ever talk about this or we or, or people that done great things in our culture and our heritage or, or the bad that came from this happening or the good, you know, whether it be white, black, brown, whatever color. If we take it away and cannot discuss it in any shape, form, or fashion, you're doing more damage that's oppression. That. That is, that's that's that is oppression, oppression at its finest. That we, you know, anytime we make information in limiting, we, like we say that this information can't be had, this is off limits or whatever. Yeah. When we make information apocryphal, that to me is like, that is the height of oppression. Correct. That is the height. Censorship to me is the height of oppression. Think about it. One of the ways that they used to justify um, black slavery was through the censorship of Christianity. Correct. They didn't want blacks to learn any more about Jesus than that he existed and that he was a white man because they wanted to co- use religion as an instrument. But at one time, the Christian church's doctrine that was common here in the Americas, the Protestant church, was that blacks had no soul and therefore could not be saved. And that is why it was okay to treat them the way they were tra- taught. Correct. So there's a lot of times where we see that the censorship of information, the oppression of information, because if you let this black man read and he can see all this stuff in this Bible and he knows you're not living about it, all this, you're you're denying this man the knowledge of his humanity, of his greatness, of his equality and his potential. And that is what the limitation of information is. And that is what CRT has one of the many negative potentials to do. Um, I'm sorry, the, sorry, the limitation of CRT 
and right. how we teach it. I think that what scares me the most, though, is that I'm, I'm sorry, I, I cut you off. No, right? no. I, I was going to add there that 50 years from now, what what's taking place, the 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 limiting CRT or doing away with it completely, the the doing away with Confederate monuments, um, certain parts of history, things that were done. Who's to say 50 now because that was done away with? That generation at that time, 50 years from now, as teenagers or young adults look back and they they do find something that contains that part of history and they they begin to realize, hey, they took it away because it was bad and they didn't want us to know about it anymore. Mm -hmm. There we go. We've started a whole new cycle of oppression and conflict. the oppressed, conflict, racism at a level that we can yet even say what it's going to cause because of what's taking place now. But and more we importantly, have seen, we stole their roots from them. To correct. them, the lives and correct. the lived experience and the fight revolving around these issues will be so far removed to be a figment, right. much like Greek mythology is to the average American. Right. It's a story that is of great antiquity and nothing more. Right. Okay. And that is how it could potentially be. You know, I think the thing that's most dangerous to me, though, is that CRT also removes the need for, and I say this as a person of color, okay, okay as a person who's interested in in advocacy and reform and change right. relevant to policing, incarceration, criminalization. But when we don't look, I'm tired of CRT making, I'm just going to be blunt about this, okay. and this is gonna, probably going to get me some hate. <laughs> CRT is making black people, especially black men between the ages of 14 and 36, not step up and take responsibility for abdicating the roles in their community as fathers and as men for being primarily incarcerated for glorifying the drug hip-hop and gang culture for not attending college for being high school dropouts and for having the most terrifyingly high rates of of violent offenses roughly white and black people tend to be convicted for roughly the same statistical amount of drug-related offenses, Correct. but violent offenses and specifically hate crimes towards LGBT people are overwhelmingly done by black men in that, that, yes. that, that bracket. And so all of these things also, we, the systems of oppression that CRT does talk about, those institutionalized things, all of those things contributed to the breakdown of the foundation of the black community and kind of the abdication of of true manhood, because black right. men today tend to have a very messed up idea of what manhood is. And if success too, success is, is solely equated with money, which leads a lot of my community's black men to seek fast cash um, by all the wrong means. But success is measured in more than just that. Success isn't how you raised your children. My father, I never knew him. He wasn't there for me. He's a Latino black man. Success is measured in what you've done with your life, the bonds that you've made, the, the jobs that you've held down, the woman that you loved, who you were there with, the struggles that you overcame with your family. All of these things are real measures and markers of what real manhood is and what real success looks like. Correct. And unfortunately, I believe feminism, modern feminism, which has evolved a little bit and kind of become corrupted from the feminism of the 80s and 90s and before that, has made women in so many ways be aggressive to the point like like straight up they'll tell a guy like hey you don't have enough money to get with me correct so a man's manhood is literally you know it's diminutized to the point where it's just about you're only as much of a man you're only as worthy as your you know your economic impact to my life is and, and that's ridiculous and so that leads a lot of these you know a lot of these young black men 
they don't understand that we need engineers, we need mechanics, we need doctors, we need um, retail managers, we right. need tech specialists, we need HVAC, we need construction workers. They don't want to do that because that's not quick money and because their idea of success is so closely attached to large sums of money. Correct. Okay. And whether or not this woman will like me, right. it, it, it makes a very convoluted. So, I think CRT is so destructive because it enables us to have kind of this woe is me complex when there are definitely, don't get me wrong, external factors that have contributed to the weakening of the foundation and the kind of, I guess, derogation of my community's values and potential, all right, but definitely of our family unit. There are external factors, but there are internal factors too. And my community needs to step up and we need to address them. And we need to not rest on the laurels of the great black men and black women. Or if you're a Latino, the great Latin men and women that came before you. Or if you're an Irish, you know, the great Irish immigrants before you. Any of those oppressed people whatsoever, period. But primarily we're talking about black and Latino in this particular instance. Don't rest on the laurels of greatness that they did. Don't say, oh, but all these bad things happened to us and... Now we're just going to act like we're stuck like this. No, no. we're not stuck like this. No. You know, sorrow, anguish, pain, it sucks. It's terrible. It leaves an imprint with you. But the experience can be evanescent. Correct. Okay. And it can still be transformative too. Right. It can still empower you. Every bad thing that has happened in my life. I watched my mother get murdered. I went through foster care. I was forced into like sex work as a young child. I got convicted because of sex work because of when I was 19, because of a, a, a friend of mine who turned out to only be 17. She was a minor, been in prison, all of that. But we don't let our, our the, the, the bad things that have happened to us, even the ones that we create for ourselves, be the totality of who we are. And I feel like CRT is so dangerous because I feel like it makes people feel like that is all I am. And you are so much more than that. Correct. Whether, no matter what you are, no matter what your ancestors were or what they did wrong or what they did right, you're right. so much more than that. And I'm mad at Democrats because I see you, Democrats. I see you, okay? Democratic leaders, Democratic, all you people. Don't sit here and act like you are friends of Black and Latino people. You are not. The modern Black man, the modern Black woman, the modern Latin man, the modern... Has, uh, Latin woman, they may not be aware, but I'm aware. I'm aware that the Republican Party was the party that fought to stop the expansion of slavery-oriented policies by the Democratic Party. I am aware that the Republican Party was the party that had the first Black politicians in it, Correct. including um, a, a man named some R. Lynch. I can't remember his first name. I was doing research earlier. Okay, And he was from Mississippi, something Lynch. And I'm aware that the Republican Party fought for desegregation. I'm aware that the Democratic Party fought to keep slavery and to expand slavery past the original territories that it was agreed when the compromise was made during the, um, the, the Congressional Convention, the Continental Congressional Convention. I'm aware that Democrats fought against desegregation. I am aware that up until the 30s, Black people did not vote Democratic. They voted Republican. Correct. But slowly, Democrats began to change their face, especially in the South, where you now had all these free black men and black women. Right. So they had to. For example, Alabama was originally called the Conservative and Democratic Party of Alabama. Correct. Conservative and Democratic. To the modern mind, that sounds like a 
a paradox, doesn't it? A conundrum. It does. But that's the truth of it. And think about it. Think about almost all of the policies that the Democratic Party stands behind. They are policies that have been demoralizing and staggering and just ground shattering in a negative way for black and brown communities. Welfare, worst thing ever. The policies under the Biden and other Democratic leader, I'm sorry, not Biden, uh, uh, Clinton and other Democratic state leaderships during the 90s, all of the crime bills, the PLRA, Prison Litigation Reform Act, stopped the way prisoners could assert their right and allowed police officers to abuse them because they had no remedies now. Right. All of the the um, super predator rhetoric, all of the things that imposed max penalties, the fact that cocaine and crack cocaine was coming via the government, and that's documented. Like There's been classified documents released that the CIA and other American right. law enforcement agencies, intelligence agencies, got cocaine from Cuba Colombia, Peru, Mexico, and flooded black and brown communities Correct. with these things. It's no, we know Democrats have been attacking brown and black communities because this is the same party that had consistently, up until the 40s, their main byline was that they were conservative and they wanted things to go back the way it was, which means they wanted to go back to the days of white supremacy. Correct. So every single political agenda they've had, they have painted it to be as if it's good for brown and black people. But I see you and I know you for what you are, Democrats. You are not for us. And the the biggest, most recent coup that you successfully pulled off, a deceit, is that you somehow, well, I know why. It's because Christianity is so closely tied into Republic, you know, Republican Moors, that you managed to steal LGBT people. But the thing about it is most of the policies that you make for LGBT people are 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 just they're they're ridiculous. They're ridiculous and they're dangerous because they only benefit white LGBT people. And you sit there and you co-opt Black Lives movements and you co-opt civil rights and you co-opt um, the movements of transgender women who started and fought for the gay right movements way back when, when you were against us, such as the police commissioners and the Republic, the, the, the Democratic Party leaders of New York during the Stonewall days. So I, I see you for what you are. I know that you that your roots are an oppression. And I understand people will try to say, well, parties like people change over time. Mm. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But the thing about it is a person can change their operating condition. Correct. However, their essence will always maintain a streak of who they were because that's a part of them. And um that is correct. That's I don't true. trust you. I don't trust what you're doing. And I see you. And I can't wait for the rest of these brown and black bodies and, and LGBT people Just, to catch on. Very much so. Um, I I'm guess sorry. I got, no, I got hey, a speech we, 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 we well knew that, um, I'm, that we were headed here. So <laughs> um, I want to add that if there was any cons to it, everything that you just had to say is a con. But we still, we still cannot do away with it to an extent in K through 12. We can't even do it in college, wherever. It still has to exist. It still needs to be taught and it still needs to be talked talked about. Everything in um, moderation though. Exactly. I think I keep going back K through 12 because I have children in that age range. But if we stay with history as we've been teaching it over the ages and then at, at a point. You, that, over the ages. Over <laughs> the ages, yes. <laughs> so... Um, how back we go? How far back are we going here, sir? Eighties uh, and nineties here, <laughs> you know, even fifties, sixties, and seventies. History, 
you know, North and South, Confederacy, whatever you want to be, we still we need it. It does not, it cannot be erased. Let me say it that way. It cannot be erased because that's what sets the stage to prepare a young mind exactly. to want to understand further. And then, yes, when you get into the actual sociological part of CRT, then they're prepared. They have a better understanding. They're not looking at it as an individual anymore. Um, they're looking at it as the, as it is the system and the, what it's meant to be, the criminal justice system. The social system. realities yes. are important. Very much so. If we leave it out and they find out about it somehow later on their own, they see it as an oppression thing and they see it as, oh, they, they're withholding our history. 50 years from now, people are going to say it. I'm sorry. You're tearing down. You're doing away with things that in 50 years... A generation is going to come about and they're going to say, and I'm not talking white, I'm not talking white here, I'm talking black and brown here. They're going to say, say you, know, you did a part of, you did away, y'all at that point in time did away with a part of my history and now we feel even more oppressed. We feel even more left out. We feel degraded. Degraded, I can't get the word out today, but you know what I'm trying to yeah, say there. Yeah, I yes. do, I do. It's coming. I'm telling you, Cece, it's going to happen. We've seen it. We've seen it from the 30s, 40s, and 50s, and 60s when things were taken away during that time by the by the government, by the system, by whoever. We, we're paying for some of that mm -hmm. now. We are. I'm sorry, but we are. Um, it's coming. So right now, the ones right now that feel like they're doing the best for their generation and for their children, I, I don't believe you are. And I'm saying that, that it's not going to be the white man. It's not going to be because the white we, well, woman. We know it's not going to be a white man right. anymore. The reason why is because... Everybody's blending. In, in 50 exactly. to 60 years, everybody's going to be a minority. Thank really? You. That is correct. So it's coming. We're going to face something that we are ill-prepared to face, that we won't even be able to face. We're going to be on a whole nother, a whole nother level of... My biggest fear is that CRT is going to be... the at the root or the, you know, the cause Correct. of another civil war yes. or large civil unrest and other, you know. Exactly. Because of it being used in a way that it does not need to be used, that it's not meant to be used. That is a con of it. It has, it has its pros and it has its place. Don't get me wrong, people. I, I'm saying that as a, as a white man from the South, it has its place and we need it. We need it. We need it. We need it. But, but we need to put training wheels on thank it you. to make it pal more palatable in circumstances. And I think that just like back in the day, they would say, you know, Mary Poppins always said a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down sort of thing. Correct. I think that we need to not be disseminating information in a way that is ultimately meant to serve the people in power. Correct. Because anytime that anything is being done in connection with furthering their aims, it's not for us. And Correct. it's dangerous and it's a double-edged sword. Correct. So we need to distance ourselves from leadership and the thinkers and academia and let it be done at a kind of collective community level. And I mean, definitely an intersectional, you know, cross-community level. And I think that we need to take away the parts that are pernicious. We need to take away the um, wrong-footed prop of allowing people to use it to either validate superiority or to internalize inferiority right. or using it to support their laziness or their deceitful mechanisms, Correct. you know? So, mechanation, mechanations. Mechanations. And that's why, again, I say K through 12, that's why it's so dangerous to have it at its full meaning in that age group. Yeah. Number one, because the lack of 
the lack of people that have the ability to truly teach it the way it's supposed to be taught. But to I think your you day, and I should do a guest lecture, honestly. I, what do you I think? Agree. Do you I think that? we should too. I, 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 I truly do. Because, you know, not only is it going to be the educators that can misconstrue this, but you're going to have the educated with a mindset that's not prepared to understand it because they don't have the full breadth of the historical value of yeah, it. Yeah, because they, they have they have a you know Correct. residual influence. They've been conditioned by Correct. whatever influential factors in their Correct. life. But Anyway, we would love to hear all of your thoughts about this topic. Critical race theory is obviously at this time in history a big hot button for many people. <laughs> Be sure to let us know what you think. If you ever have a question, concern, or any input, feel free to send us an email over at uncagedcritique at gmail.com. And you can definitely follow us along on Twitter at Uncaged Critique. We love talking with you. We love interacting with you. And if you really, really love what we're doing here at Uncaged Critique, be sure to contribute. Your contributions help us to continue this work and all the other forms of advocacy and projects that we do to interact with and hopefully positively impact the social paradigm. If you ever want to contribute, you can Google pay us at uncagedcritique at gmail.com or you can send us a cash app at C-H-R-I-S-T-Y b-r-s-d-y again that is c-h-r-i-s-t-y b-r-s-d-y we love you so much we look forward to talking to you again soon and for now that is all here at uncaged, uncaged critique, critique.